The LA Kings selected five players on day two of the 2023 NHL entry draft. We'll tell you all about the latest additions to the Kings organization next on Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And of course, we're on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is all about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check mark. Stay in the game with eBay's guaranteed fit, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, after having no picks in the first round on day one of the 2023 NHL entry draft in Nashville, the Kings were busy on day number two with five selections, one in each of rounds two through six. Now, somewhat surprisingly, the Kings did not move out of any of their positions in the draft. The All the positions they had going into the draft were exactly where they ended up selecting. However, longtime director of amateur scouting Mark Yannetti said that while the Kings had a few opportunities to move up and down, he, th- he said that things pretty much fell into place for the Kings for the most part. With the Kings' first selection in the second round, it was the 54th overall pick. L.A. selected defenseman Jakub Dvorak from Czechia, formerly the Czech Republic, turned 18 this past May. He's six foot five, 210 pounds. He was the biggest player selected in the NHL draft this year. He's a left-handed shot. Looking at the different scouting rankings, which is about seven or eight different scouting services, he was ranked as high as 43rd by TSN's Bob McKenzie to as low as 97th by EliteProspects.com. His average ranking was around 64, and the Kings took him at 54. Uh, He actually played a little bit in the top pro league in Czechia this past season, so this is a guy just turning 18, playing in the men's top league in his native country, played in 24 games, finished with two assists. He was also the captain of the Czechia team uh, at the under-18 World Championships this year. According to Elite Prospects Draft Guide, this is what they had to say about Jakob Dvorak going into the draft. He is a big mobile defenseman who can cover the puck well with his size and height. He has the tools, skating, and physical play, the willingness to use his frame to establish body position and seal the puck away from opponents to use his stick to block lanes. Corey Pronman of The Athletic says that Jakob Dvorak is huge, competes hard, and projects to have secondary offense. He's a lot. He's had a lot of injury issues both this season and in prior ones, but he's a Tier 3 defensive talent if healthy. If a team's medical staff gives him the thumbs up, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go much higher than projected. And the aforementioned Kings director of amateur scouting, Mark Yannetti, said about Jakob Dvorak, he's huge, he has a giant wingspan. I wouldn't say elite skater, but he's on the higher echelon of skating amongst defensemen in the draft. He's probably a second-tier skater 
this draft, as far as the D goes, he's not far off. His injuries this year hurt him a little bit in terms of development. Playing in that big league, uh, they don't get as much opportunity to showcase his offensive and his skill. So he's got to work on the offensive part of his game. But that's not really what we grabbed him for. We still think with the way he moves the puck, he can transport it with his feet. He can make quick first option reads and he can use his feet to get himself a little bit more time. Skating out of trouble to move the puck is his primary thing, but there's enough sense and game with the puck that he can find a second option. He'll kill penalties all day long at the NHL level. He just has to get a little more physical. So the first player taken by the LA Kings, Jakob Dvorak, 6'5", 210 pounds, a big, big man who is still growing, um, but has had some injury issues. If it weren't for the injury issues, it appears he would have gone higher uh, than where he was selected. So the Kings maybe take a little bit of a risk on a guy who obviously has had some injury issues. If he can stay healthy, though, as big as he is, as strong as he is, could be a very, very uh, physical, defensive puck mover at the NHL level. The Kings' second selection was in the third round, the 78th overall pick. And the Kings selected right winger Cohen Zemer from Canada. He will turn 19 in December. He is six foot, 210 pounds. He's a right-handed shot. Looking at the different scouting rankings, he was ranked as high as 32nd by TSN's Craig Button, as low as 75th by SHAHT Scouting. Remember, the uh, the Kings took him 78th. Um, he his average ranking was 48. Uh, He played for Prince George in the Western Hockey League last season with 41 goals, 48 assists for 89 points. According to the Elite Prospects Draft Guide, Zemer zips shots around defenders, pump faking and toe dragging to create that little extra space for his release. With perfect timing, he spins off checks and gets open for deflections, rebounds, and flashy in-tight moves. Watching Zemer is also an IV drip of often unpenalized violence He throws reverse hits with the puck, has crushing hits along the boards without it, cross-checks, nudges, and non-stop always being in the way are the subtler ways he ensures opponents knows he's on the ice. Corey Pronman of The Athletic said that Zemer is a highly skilled and creative forward who has played center and wing but will likely be a winger at the pro level. Zemer has high-end hands and beats a lot of defenders one-on-one. He has the brain to run a power play and makes tough plays consistently at even strength. Zemer has the offensive touch. It's about whether his style of play will work in the NHL, given his skating stride. His skating is quite upright and rigid, somewhat like Jason Robertson's, and creates concerns on his pro projection. Zemer has some physicality in his game and can play around the net, but I wouldn't call him a high-energy type. And as for Kings Director of Amateur Scouting, Mark Yanetti, he said on a Zemer, as a player, he's simple. He's a monster point producer. He's got a wicked shot. He's balanced. He can score and he can pass the puck. So his offense is balanced. It's not one dimensional. He's a big bodied kid, but in terms of the body composition, it was one of the lowest we saw at the combine. His biggest issue is his skating. It's just not quite good enough yet. Similar to Tyler Toffoli. So his skating has to get better, and one of the things we look at is how much room is there left to go physically. His training has to get better. He scores, he gets to hard areas. When he hits guys, he makes a big impact. This is a guy who potentially has a power forwards body hidden in a young, underdeveloped body. If he makes the commitment, people are going to be really, really happy with him. So uh, some interesting comments 
uh, about uh, the Kings' second overall pick, uh, Cohen Zemer. Uh, sounds like he certainly has some edge to his game. Uh, certainly a guy who can put the puck in the net, but apparently maybe he's been kind of getting by on his ability at the lower levels, uh, but as a guy who needs to get in the training room, get a lot stronger, get a lot physically uh, more in shape with what he's going to experience at the pro level, but uh, kind of like some of the things I'm hearing uh, about this young guy. We'll see if, uh, if he takes to heart uh, committing and uh, getting more into the training room, maybe getting his nutrition better and uh, kind of committing more to his game so that he can, uh, he can develop that body into an NHL-level body. Uh, we are going to get into the Kings' fourth, fifth, and sixth-round picks in a moment on Locked on LA Kings, your team, every day. For a championship team, it is all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage, look for the green check mark, and then you will know that part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop at eBay Motors, with over 122 million parts to choose from, you will be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the Kings' third selection in the fourth round, the 118th overall pick, LA selected goalie Hampton Solkinski from Warroad High School in Minnesota. He is going to turn 18 this coming Sunday. So happy birthday to him. You're drafted uh, by an NHL team. Uh, he's six foot one, 180 pounds, catches left-handed. Um, looking at the different scouting rankings, he was ranked by only three publications and all in the 200s. But he was ranked 16th among North American goalies by NHL's Central Scouting. Last season in high school, he was almost unbeatable. 28-1-1 the record. 1.47 goals against average and a 941 save percentage with nine shutouts. He was named the top senior goalie in the state of Minnesota. And if you know anything about hockey, they have some pretty good hockey players at the high school level in the state of Minnesota. He is committed to playing at Northern Michigan University next season. As far as what some had to say about uh, Hampton Solkinski, uh, the hockey writers, which is the name of the publication, uh, says that he is a home run type of pick. On a number of mocks, he isn't listed, but he has an incredible amount of potential. He was named to Team USA for the 2023 under 18, but hardly played to make an assessment. Regardless, it's impressive for a high school goalie to be recognized as one of the premier young netminders in the country. Along with that honor, he was also invited to the U.S. World Junior Showcase this summer in Plymouth, Michigan. DraftProspectsHockey.com says that he plays with a calm demeanor and great leadership, which is a huge advantage to have him in the crease. He plays a hybrid butterfly style of goaltending. He shows great flexibility, has great anticipation in reading the play and when to challenge shooters. He is active with his stick. He'll play the puck up and stop pucks behind the net that are dumped in and set it up for his defense. He does not always control his rebounds the best, but he does maintain good positioning and focus to make the second or third save. So some pretty interesting comments about Hampton Solkinski. You knew the LA Kings were going to have to draft a goalie at some point in this draft. So they decided to go with a very young guy who's been really amazing at the high school level, 
We'll see if he can continue that over into the collegiate level. But the Kings obviously are looking for their next future goaltender. We'll see if Hampton Skolkinski ends up being that guy. We need a nickname for him, though. That's uh, it's quite a mouthful uh, to say, but uh, interesting, interesting uh, about uh, that young goaltender. Uh, the Kings' fourth selection was in the fifth round, 150th overall pick, and LA selected defenseman Matthew Mania, born in Brandon, Florida. Great name, by the way, Matthew Mania. Uh, he turned 18 this past January. He's six foot one. 190 pounds. He's a right-handed shot. Looking at the different scouting rankings, uh, he was ranked all over the place. He was as high as 43rd by EliteProspects.com and as low as 138th. Uh, but that's still, considering that they picked him at 150, uh, still seems like a pretty good pick for the Kings. Uh, his average ranking was around 79, and the Kings got him at 150. Uh, he played last season for the Sudsbury Wolves in the Ontario Hockey League. He posted 10 goals and 28 assists. For 38 points in 67 games. According to Elite Prospects Draft Guide, uh, few players squeeze as much value out of every puck touch. Mania never settles, instead manipulating multiple opponents to create a better option. There's so much creativity to Mania's game. He activates into the rush with give and goes and pulls the puck off the boards, beats opponents with backhand drags, slices through four checkers and with long-ranging passes, weaves through the opponents with shocking ease, and breaks down opponents at the point before setting up teammates across the slot. Corey Pronman said from The Athletic, Mania is a talented, offensive-minded defenseman. He has the skating skill and vision to make plays at the higher level. Mania is available, is able to skate pucks up the ice at a strong clip and creates a lot of controlled exits and entries. He's a creative puck mover who can find openings to create chances for others. He is good at holding on to pucks the blue line. He can evade pressure with his skating. He has NHL offense, but whether he can defend at the highest level is a big question. Mania can be overly aggressive offensively and overall lack compete in his own end. I think there's enough talent to possibly get some games at the NHL level, but he will need to round out his game to have a career. And Mark Yannetti said about Matthew Mania, he is an incomplete player. His offensive element is extremely developed. He's a power play guy. His skating is excellent. So you have a very, very high-level offensive defenseman. The defense has got to get better. The compete has got to get better. But if he had high-level compete with his high-level offense, he'd be picked in the second round. But that's the element that our development staff seems to develop well. He's a guy with high potential that needs to have some things worked out. So Matthew Mania, uh, certainly a name that is easy to remember. Uh, again, sounds like offensively this guy is uh, – you know, got NHL talent, but can he play defense? And if you're a defenseman, you got to play at least a little bit of defense. So uh, hopefully he can develop that in his game. And uh, sounds like an exciting player, though, if he can work out his other end of uh, of his game. He's got the offense. We'll see if he can put it together to provide the defense. The Kings' fifth and final selection was in the sixth round, 182nd overall pick, and the Kings selected right winger Ryan Conmey. He's originally from Alexandria, Virginia. He committed. He is committed to play at the University of New Hampshire next season. He'll turn 19 in October. He is 5'10", 190 pounds. He's a right-handed shot. Uh, looking at the different scouting rankings, he was only ranked in a couple of places. Uh, he was as high as 170 by McKean's Hockey and as low as 237 by Draft Prospects Hockey. Again, he was taken at 182. 
his average ranking amongst those that did rank him was 204. Uh, in 60 games with the Sioux City Musketeers of the USHL, he had 33 goals and 29 assists for 62 points in 60 games. He was over a point-per-game player. Uh, the few scouting reports I read um, is that he apparently is an amazing natural scorer and shooter, but apparently he was a very late bloomer, and that's why you see a 19-year-old guy who's getting drafted at this point uh, and is going the, the collegiate route. So, um, again, a guy who apparently came on later in his career, which is why he wasn't really ranked that high, but in the little sample size that they have of him, seems like he is a pretty impressive scorer, but they just need to see more um, before they would draft him higher in the draft. So um, looking at the overall draft class for the Kings here in 2023, look, I, I obviously haven't seen these guys play. I'm going off what I've read and what I've heard other people say. That said, I like the mix of players that the Kings selected. They took two defensemen, both different styles, one a left shot, one a right shot, one a gigantic, huge puck mover who's got injury issues. If he can stay healthy, could be a hit. Uh, the other a offensive defenseman who, if he can play some defense, sounds like he could be a hit as well. Um, you had two forwards who are both high-level scorers but need to complete their game and work on their skating and work on their conditioning to become NHL-capable players. Uh, and then you have the young, very young, uh, but very talented high school goalie. Uh, so he seems to be a very interesting prospect, but he's going to be a ways away, uh, you would think. But I think he's probably the most intriguing player that the Kings took. But I think all five of these guys are interesting in their own right. If you're interested as far as where some of the experts had the Kings as far as a grade, for their draft, uh, you had Adam Herman of the Bleacher Report. He gave the Kings a B. Uh, Corey Pronman of The Athletic, who we mentioned a lot. Stephen Ellis from Daily Faceoff. Ian Kennedy from Yahoo Sports. And Chris Peters from Flow Hockey all gave the Kings a C plus. And Kyle Cushman from The Score gave the Kings a C minus. Con uh, considering the Kings did not have a first-round pick to get a B, C plus type of a grade, not too bad. So we'll see what it's all said and done. As I've said many, many times, I get why people want to give grades the day after or even the day of a draft is completed. But the reality is we won't know and be able to really grade this draft for five years down the line, maybe seven years down the line when you're talking about the young goaltender. So we'll see when it's all said and done. If we're around in five years, we'll give this uh, draft class a proper grade. But I think an intriguing draft for the LA Kings, again, considering they did not have a first round pick. So those are the Kings of the future. Who were some of the best Kings of the past all time selected in rounds two through six? That's next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. For complete coverage of the NHL draft, check out Locked on NHL. They'll also keep you up to date on all the latest trades and signings and get you ready for free agency which starts next week. That's Locked on NHL on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. So with the Kings having a single pick in rounds two through six, I thought it might be interesting to look back at the best Kings draft picks all time in rounds two through six. Uh, historically, I thought it was very interesting when looking for the best all-time second round pick for the Kings 
there wasn't a lot to choose from. Uh, some of the names were very recent, like Mike Camilleri and Wayne Simmons. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with a player that they selected 47th overall in the 2010 draft. And it's a guy who's still playing Tyler Toffoli. Uh, now he has 733 career games, 227 career goals, and 466 career points. Of course, he was a part of the LA Kings 2014 Stanley Cup winning team. Now, Toffoli's career stats right now do not measure up to Camilleri or Simmons yet. But again, Toffoli is still active. He's coming off his best NHL season of his 10-year career. He had 34 goals and 73 points for the Flames last season. And I think when it's all said and done, he's going to have better career numbers than Camilleri or Simmons. Uh, oh, by the way, Toffoli just got traded. Uh, he's no longer with the Flames. He's now a member of the New Jersey Devils. Um, that's a team that's young and on the rise. I think that should probably help his game. So I'm going to go with Tyler Toffoli as the best second-round draft pick in LA Kings history. The Kings' best third-round pick ever? That's easy. Jonathan Quick. Taken in the third round, 72nd overall in 2005. He's still active technically, although I don't know that I'd be surprised if he called it a career after being a part of that Stanley Cup winning team in Vegas. He's far and away the Kings' all-time winningest goalie. 370 career wins, 222 more than the guy in second place, Hall of Famer Rogi Vachon. Now, granted, Quick appeared in a lot more career games with the Kings than Rogi Vachon. But if you look at their career numbers head-to-head, because Rogi played in other places, and he is a Hall of Famer, uh, Jonathan Quick still has more wins, more shutouts, better save percentage, better goals against average, and uh, he's won uh, a standing, one more Stanley Cup than Rogue Vachon did. Uh, I don't think there's any question. The greatest third-round pick in Kings history is goalie Jonathan Quick. The Kings' best fourth-round pick all-time, a little bit of a debate, I would say. Bernie Nichols, fourth round by the Kings, 70th overall in twenty, uh, excuse me, 1980. Rob Blake, fourth-round pick, 70th overall in 1988. Hard to compare the two. One's a forward, one's a defenseman. Obviously, Nichols has the more career goals and points, but Rob Blake played more career games in LA, 805 to Nichols, 602. So with all due respect to Bernie Nichols, I think Rob Blake, Hall of Famer, Norris Trophy winner, uh, four-time All-Star, he's the pick. Uh, Nichols never won a title, never won a major award, was never an All-Star. A terrific fourth-round pick, Bernie Nichols, but I'm going to have to say Rob Blake, the greatest fourth-round pick in the history of the LA Kings. The best fifth round pick for the LA Kings might surprise you, but it's Billy Smith. He was a fifth round pick of the Kings in 1970 in the amateur draft. Now he only played five games for the Kings before he got picked by the New York Islanders in the 1972 expansion draft. He went on to backstop the Islanders to four Stanley cup titles and was eventually inducted into the hockey hall of fame. What could have been if Billy Smith had stayed an LA King, um, but he's the to me the best fifth round pick in LA Kings history. An honorable mention, by the way, to Butch Goring, who was taken in the 1969 amateur draft. He also played over a thousand games, and he was also a four time four time Stanley Cup winner with Billy Smith with the New York Islanders. And finally, the Kings' best sixth round pick in their history was taken in 1983. He was 108th overall, and that would be forward Kevin Stevens even though he was drafted by the Kings and would eventually play for LA actually didn't start his career in LA. He was traded to Pittsburgh for the rights to Swedish forward, Andreas Hawkinson, who ended up playing 191 games for the Kings. Now Stevens would eventually be traded back to LA in the mid nineties where he played a total of 89 games. 
won two Stanley Cups in Pittsburgh, played uh, 874 career NHL games. He twice was a 50-goal scorer, twice was a 40-goal scorer. Kevin Stevens, the greatest sixth-round pick in the history of the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, it is worth noting Luke Robitaille was a ninth-round pick by the Kings in 1984, would go on to become the highest-scoring left-winger in NHL history until he was passed by some guy named Alexander Ovechkin, played over 1,000 NHL games, over 1,000 NHL points, and, of course, was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2009. Maybe the greatest draft pick, though, in the history of the Kings, as great as Luke Robitaille was, you might have to go with Dave Taylor. He played his entire 17-year career in L.A. He was a 15th-round pick in the 1975 amateur draft. 15th round. He'd go on to play over 1,000 NHL games, score over 1,000 NHL points. And again, all with the Kings. His number 18 hanging in the rafters at Crypto.com Arena. One of the greatest Kings in franchise history. So I hope you enjoyed a fun look at some of the greatest picks uh, by the, for the LA Kings in rounds two through six. And if you think, you know, that guy we took in the fifth round is not going to make it. Well, Hey, there was a, there was a pretty good fifth rounder back in the day. Like I said, how about Billy Smith went on to be a hall of famer? Not too bad. Uh, that's certainly the rule and not the exception, but you never know. Hey, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch every day, uh, you know, coming up on tomorrow's show, it is our weekly Kings fan feedback show. All your questions and comments, not too late to get in an email, but you really need to do it now. Locked on Eddie at gmail.com, E D D I E, locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Get your questions, comments on the two trades the Kings made this week. Sean Dursey, and of course, Gabe Velarde, Alex Iafalo, Rasmus Kupari, all out. Luke, Pierre Luc Dubois coming in. Uh, of course, you had the NHL draft as well. If you want to comment on that or anything you want to talk about, leave your comments if you're watching on YouTube in the comment section below as well. We would love for you to stay interactive with the show, following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Locked on LA Kings in both places. That'll do it for today's show. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.